Alright, welcome to episode 36 of Pixel Jump Radio. We've been doing this for a year now, at least with this crew. Holy crap. Yeah. If you add the numbers with 36, you get a nine. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not very good at math. Ah, I got it now. (laughs) I'm slow. Oh shit! Oh, you seriously didn't get the point? I didn't. I I didn't think about it. I was like, thirty-six does what now? (laughs) Nine millimeter. What? (laughs) We shooting shooting people? Uh, And so around the table today, um, got myself, uh, John. Uh, to my left, uh, Rowan. Hi. Uh, to my right, um, we've got Andy. Yeah. He's been working really hard. I've been slamming him with stuff, no homo, uh, <laughs> for the past few weeks. Uh, got another member of the Ink team, Kalen. And the Boy Wonder is back. Sagar, the man of many jobs. Welcome to Q. <laughs> Thank you. So, so today um, we don't really have like kind of a hard agenda. We just thought we'd get together and just talk about what we've been playing. Uh, the Steam sale was this past uh, was last month, so I'm sure everybody re-upped and got a bunch of games. The world broke. Yeah, so everybody bought a bunch. So of basically, shit. everyone's yeah. been played. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, I just wanted to talk about some of the the stuff that we've got going on here. Um, probably the most exciting thing I think everyone is really, really waiting for is is PAX. Oh my god! And you guys are you guys have been basically about to enter beast mode. Yep. To get oh, we're, we've been in beast mode for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we'll have uh, Ink will be at PAX, a Prime at the end of the month. Uh, we'll be in the Indie Mega booth on the corner there next to Seventeen Bit, and it'll be a playable. So it's the first time ever we've had a, a playable in the hands of all the fans and all you guys and the media and stuff as well so it's going to be pretty exciting to let people who've been you know saying hi to us on the blog and following us on twitter and yeah can finally come down and have a play so if you're yeah at pax prime and you're wandering through playing video games you should come play video games with us it's going to be two player co-op as well so you play two at a time on the tv and we'll have a couple set up there mm-hmm. so lots of people can you probably won't have to <coughs> wait too long except for the massive line if you're tired of all these games at PAX that don't have pogo sticks, you know. we, yeah, we will be the only on. game with a pogo stick unless there's a new ratchet game. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> In which case, there's probably a gun that does the pogo stuff. I don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to be right next to to 17-bit. Yep. I'm rocking my 17-bit T-shirt today. Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. I'll be there. Um, I'll be there with Yamatron, who's our artist. He drew, drew all the lovely robots and yeah. all the stuff you guys see on the blog. So. Definitely come and say hi if you're at PAX. And we've got so much stuff to give away. Like, Dylan threw a bunch of money at Milky and said, make some swag. So everyone that's always asking, you know, us for, for t- well, T-shirts and, you know, just all types of swag. We won't have T-shirts. Um, uh, but we will have lots and lots of other cool things to yeah, give out. So the so. first time that Pixel Junk's come down to, like, a on the floor at a show in the US before I think so I mean oh yeah while, while we're showing ink there for the first time as well like anyone who's a fan of past pixel junk games well like Shooter Monsters Eden you know come and say hi because we've never you know come down before so you can come and tell me to my face how much you want all the rest of the games on Steam you don't need to put and I'll on give Facebook you a hug. anymore yeah and I will give you a hug and say I feel you dog <laughs> <laughs> I feel you it should be 
But you know that's it. Look, that's looking like it's going to happen because Double Eleven, who just ported uh, Pixel Jump Monsters to Vita, mm. uh, which is out right now, uh, in all regions, even Australia. Holy shit! Yeah, it made it through ratings clearance in Australia. You know, all six of us can play it now. Oh my god! <laughs> I felt so bad for the Australian people, right? Because the game came out, and then I was getting pinged. You know, people were like, "Why is it not in the Australian New Zealand store?" I'm like, "What really?" Like, why isn't it? That's a good question. And it was really like they had to, like, get clearance with the ratings before they could... For monsters. For pixel junk monsters. I know, man. There's some, there's some heavy content in there. There is all the baby eating. Yeah. <laughs> so... Maybe, uh, what else are you going to have at PAX? Maybe our diligent fans listening to the podcast can have the uh, secret monsters trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. You want to tell people about the secret monsters trick? Because no yeah. one knows about this. Yeah. Is what it still secret trick? or is it? Well, it still works. It still yeah. works, yeah. It's, it's in there, right? It's still, it's in there. It's in, we, we, I know we tested I, it on the PC version. I don't know. Did, we didn't get a chance it, to test it on the Vita. <laughs> I put it in when I was doing the Vita version. So the Vita PSP, version. Yeah. PSP the, version. Oh, sorry, PSP, yeah, yeah. So the PSP version and uh, the current Steam version and the Vita version should work on all three of those. And when you're at the world map, before you go into a stage, press hold select, and then hold R1, and then enter the stage while you hold those down. And, uh, and what happens? And prepare for fun. And Pinky Man is naked. Yeah. I mean, Tiki Man. <laughs> Pinky <Pinky> Man. <laughs> you get a new character. You get a little, a 2P companion, basically, that automatically, like, just runs around with you and helps you. Helps you, like automatically does stuff. It's like a two-player AI. Oh, you just collect coins. You it? just collect coins and hangs out with you and dances. Yeah, but it gives you love hearts. That's true. It gives oh, you yeah. love hearts. Yeah, it's that's the best cute. thing about. Yeah. That's that's yeah, helpful, man. Gives you encouragement. Yeah. Collecting those coins sometimes. Sometimes you just need to dance, you know. So if you, if I had somebody, when I play monsters with someone else, like two P. <laughs> like I'm always like, get them that coins. All right, no, I I, I like I don't know what to do. Because um, I suck at that game so hard. So I'm like, please guide me. Do you want me to pick up coins? That's what I do. You want me to dance? That's what I do. I'm just a bitch. I'm the, I'm the AI that you can kind of control because I might run into something. Um, but yeah, but to get back to Steam, yes. And, and that, um, so Double Eleven did the port for, for Vita. Um, and we are also port, they're also porting Monsters to Steam, which will be out uh, on August 26th. Um, and Andy is the man. The Steam version is going to be the best version. The Steam version is going to be the best version, I think, that we've done. Because we, like, the past week, Andy's gone through and redone every single asset in the game and made it as high-res as possible. Higher-res than possible. No, it's the same as the PS3. It's the highest-res. Well, see, the PS3 stuff, of course, was, you know... Left as is, but all we did so much new content for the PSP um, that all that stuff had to be like uh, put to you know as, as high as we could get it, you know, for this HD based HD basically. Yeah, the Vita version has that has that also, but it's a little bit different because the Vita um, screen size is oh what? yeah, it's a bit less. It's I a bit less. It's... Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I I booted it up today and it just pops, man. It looks really good. Mm. Thank you, Andy. I can check to you. I'm, I'm going to go through with a fun. He will. He's, yeah, to me, I'm like, oh, that looks good. And Andy's like, just shaking the, his head. Tell about the visualizer. 
Uh, yeah, we got so much stuff happening this month. We got packs. We got like the Steam stuff, um, which will hopefully lead to more Steam stuff. So go out and buy monsters, so we can so Double Eleven will have some impetus to go and get to visualize. Uh, come on. <laughs> and then and then what? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, on August twelfth, August thirteenth. Sorry, um, that's next Tuesday. You can download. Uh, the visualizer for your PS3. Yes. But, Rowan, what is the visualizer? John, haven't you always wanted to just use all the 4AM visualizers just with your own music? Yeah. You can, yeah. Really? On, what, on what date was it? August 13th. August 13th. There you go. Done. So I can do it. All the, all the people that asked us on the PS blog like a year ago, over a year ago now when we released 4AM, <coughs> this one, can I just use my own music on these? And now you can. So, and it's... how. How much is it? It's uh introductory price for like two weeks of like two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Oh wow! I, I lose two ninety nine down the back of my couch. Damn man, I need to go hang out at your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, or oh, in Steam. That's why I have no money. <laughs> it goes straight from your it couch from to the, the couch Steam to wallet. Steam. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That reminds me of a cool vine. I saw, mm-hmm. saw this cool vine the other day where someone had got their couch and in front of it there was a table and the TV remote control was on the edge of the table and they made it so that the couch rotated and then ate the TV remote and then rotated back to where it was. <laughs> so if you ever wonder where your TV remote is, it's probably in the couch. <laughs> the, um, the, before we forget as well, the visualizer has a heap of new controls and stuff in there as well. There's you know, shuffle modes in there and you can lock mm-hmm. in the ones you want. We, it's a proper like music visualizer, like you know the Sony one. And yeah. it's going to float over in your app section. So, Well, actually, we couldn't. We tried really hard to get it into the music part of the XMB. Oh, yeah, no. Um, but it, it just requires publishing with Sony is, is a challenge um, sometimes. And I'm, I'm just going to be nice, nice about that. It took us a long time. Well, uh, we, we, we fought we, hard for it, but we couldn't get we it. We had it done in February, Yeah, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Like, we, we were done in February. And, and we, showed it, we showed it at Bit Summit. Oh, yeah, it was. It was at Bit Summit. It was at Bit Summit. We showed you, it. you were taking care of that for us. Uh, I was sitting in front of I was babysitting it, listening to Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson with the Odyssey visualizer would be pretty tricky. <laughs> I can think of much trickier things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so we couldn't get it in that in that part of the XMB, but it's going to be in the game section, and you just boot it up, cool. and then you can throw a USB stick in your you know, um, cool, cool, cool. PS3 and, and play your music. And for three bucks. For three bucks, there's six different visualizers and, like, 36 or 37 different variations of those. 33 color variations. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. God, that sounds good. It's always uh, 13th. We should have the plans for the Hyperloop. The Hyperloop? Oh. Oh, the Hyperloop. Yeah. What was that? San Francisco uh, to Los Angeles in 30 minutes, right? Elon Musk's new oh, transport system. Oh, that thing, the, the tubes? The tubes, the vacuum tubes. tubes. Vacuum We're tubes. in Futurama, man. We're there. Like I know. Pneumatic tubes, time. man. It's cool. The way would, are you, I don't know what's that had to do with the visualizer. <laughs> it's it's at the same day, and I'm just very excited. Yeah, I thought that was a oh, good segue. That was that was a smooth segue. I didn't know. I didn't know. What, are they going to oh, announce yeah, it? I'm, I'm he's releasing. He's releasing the engineering specs. He's not. He's doing it public. It's open source oh, design. Oh, open source civil engineering. Yeah. Imagine if you open source a bridge. He's going to kickstart <laughs> it or something. Like you open source like 
<laughs> Kickstarter bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the first person well, you think about to, all to the number, the test number the people. Op- that open source. Yeah. <laughs> to the number of people that have to make a journey from San Francisco to LA and probably hate using the plane or whatever, however they travel in America. They have a spare six grand to do it in whatever. Well, they might. They might. There might be a lot of people that have a lot of money in that area of America and be willing to spend. Why the construction costs would pay for themselves pretty fast. Like the tickets are going to yeah. be like. It'll cost less than a hundred dollars for a trip. It'll take thirty minutes to cross America. It'll leave as soon as you arrive. See, you could fund it on pre-sale yeah. tickets, it like buy five tickets, and then when it's finished, you've got five tickets to use before you have to start buying new tickets. It costs nothing to run because you can just put solar panels on the tube as it goes. Mm. This all sounds wildly all economical and it's ecological. The, the whole thing is that it's completely vacuum sealed, so you can't have any leaks anywhere. If you do, it's going to be like a massive explosion. Of just be like what happens to sure. bacon at the meat section of the supermarket. It's meant to be vacuum sealed, but when you're digging through the pile, you get one which isn't, and it's just got bacon juice on the outside of the packet. That thing is gonna be worse than bacon juice. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be worse. Than <laughs> than <laughs> than <laughs> you should collect it all and put it in a can and sell it in no, the drink section. No, I'm not collecting. Uh, I'm not collecting third-party bacon juice. Third, from I a supermarket. I feel like it would be easier to maintain maintain the integrity of a tube on the ground, yeah, bolted into the ground, than it would be. A, a metal tube flying in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, once you've got the tube working, it's like moving in space minus the gravity, right? Part. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. We should get onto games. What games have you been playing, John? Physics. I like the physics. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're playing next door now. I can it's hear them. Feel um, the rhythm. The electric bands are practicing. Feel it. Uh, what am I playing? Uh, I've been playing a few things. Probably the three major things: Dragon's Crown. Um, Dragon's Crown that there's lots of controversy online about that game really no, well, there's a dis- bunch of people complaining about the boobs the and everyone else going this game's awesome I, think that's I don't really care about the boobs I like the boobs I like <laughs> I like the artwork I like the super deformed exaggerated you know hyper fantasy there's an stuff. equal there's an equal amount of male suggestive stuff in there as well as the female stuff from what I've seen but no no one reports on the male stuff Oh, okay. Any arcade strip was pretty hilarious at the beginning. Right, no one's objective reports on right. that. I mean, there's still, yeah, lots of other people that just keep putting the same gif of the girl jiggling and then the, the out of proportion, you know, witch or whatever. I think I think it's just like fake outrage a little bit, man. I don't really think that. Why do we care about their kind of artistic vision for the game? You know, if okay, we bring down everyone's cup size like same by a hundred. <laughs> maybe maybe it looks normal, but what, what makes what's fun, fun about that? What makes the game fun when you're playing it? The game, so the game is. I'm trying to find that point, honestly, because it's Milky seems to be having a blast. Milky doesn't like doesn't play my playing multi well not playing multiplayer for um, a game like that. He's very content just to play by himself. Um, he plays Monster Hunter by himself. Which yeah, I don't really get that. So um, for me, a four player game. It means that I want to play with four people, but yeah. because of um, these kind of draconian restrictions, you have to beat the game with a character before you can take that character online to play with them. What? So it's like five hours that you have to play before you That's and grind a little bit. I did you, not know that. That seems That's excessive. Terribly. Why won't you let me play online multiplayer just straight away? I know. And for seven thousand yen, I was, I, you know, I kind of, I brought it. Because my my fan on my computer died like two weeks like the day it came, like the week it came out, 
the fan on my computer died, and it was like a Friday night, and I was like, shit, I have nothing to do. I got my PlayStation, though. So <laughs> let me jump online, and then and Milky, and Milky's going, online, and he's like, oh, this is so awesome. And I'm like, all right, I'll play this this weekend. No. <laughs> no. Denied. Denied. I spent the weekend trying to unlock multiplayer, and that's the last time I played it. Is it like an enforced tutorial? They want to make sure everyone online is not shit. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, otherwise the Imagine game is beautiful. You had to it's do that in Diablo. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> no, god. I had to do that in uh, Harvest Moon, and me and my oh, girlfriend. I kid you not, we spent twenty hours. So we basically what, what version two, of Harvest Moon was the DS Harvest Moon? Yeah, one of the DS ones. I think Twin Towns or whatever. We just did like two and a half days of just marathoning, just trying to get to the multiplayer. And like literally twenty hours of gameplay. Yeah, and we finally get there because we're like, oh, we can trade items and stuff. It's gonna be great, you know. And you just can't do anything. You're just in this like empty field together. <laughs> it's like a chat room with graphics. Yeah, but you can't chat. <laughs> and and you're in the same room together with DTS. There's, there's a couple of fields that you can grow stuff on, but you can't why? even trade items. You can't and just give each other no. Fruit or something. Oh, there's a, and there's a there's a thing on the wall that you can like draw on with a DS pen. Oh my god! Oh, it's like right. Twenty hours. I just Japanese wanted to They let the, the intern design people. <laughs> yeah, there was a, another DS, like a Tales DS game, that I had, and my wife and I, well, someone bought for my wife because they were like, "I know you love RPGs, right?" Oh, and yeah. like she hates RPGs, and, but it was multiplayer, so so we tried to play together. It was the same deal. You had to like pay for like ten hours. I got burned on Tales of Shilia recently. Tales of Celia, mm-hmm. which I saw getting translated and all the people on like Polygon and stuff were, yay, we're getting a JRPG. But I bought that not realizing what kind of target demographic it's aimed at. And my girlfriend was there and let me buy it. We got home and I played it and we played it for like 10 hours and I and eventually said, is this game like aimed at, at like 15 year old girls? Because all these characters are a little bit fruity for me, and then and like there's a lot of uncomfortable stuff, and yeah, like the whole series was just really, like, I don't know, it was a bit flaky in the design sense and the, the art style. I got burned on that. I thought it was they have big like, boobs. No, gigantic. No, because that'd be threatening uh-huh. to the target audience. It's all like uh-huh. you know, big packages. It's all like <laughs> submissive, like you know, BL style uh-huh. you know, boy characters and uh-huh. and like a strong female protagonist and. And like it was, that'd be cool if the game was fun. Like if the actual stuff I'm doing was cool, I wouldn't mind it. But the game wasn't that great either, so it was like a double punch. Two thousand yen, I'm not getting back. Yeah. Well, you as two thousand, you got seven thousand. And I got the digital version, so I can't sell it. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one in that I know everyone's playing Rogue Legacy. Yes. Yep. So fabulous. How much is that? Rogue Legacy was like. $12 or something $10 or something for I've played it like 10 hours maybe 10 or 12 hours and I'm still going yeah, yeah. I think I'm 20 something in it's it's great it's a great game play it what's yeah. Rogue Legacy? it's an extremely brutal like Metroidvania although I wouldn't really I would struggle to call it Metroidvania it's, yeah. it's a platforming game you go into a randomly generated it looks castle like a Metroidvania mm. and you go from the start and you're gonna die really fast because it's hard yeah. And then you're going to upgrade some stuff and go again. And then die. And die. And go again. Until you, as a player, get better at dealing with the enemies. 
and also incrementally improve your you bring, stuff. You bring back a little bit of treasure with you each time and you use that to incrementally upgrade your profile which floats behind the stages. So even though each stage is a fresh start, your profile slowly gets stronger which lets you get further into the dungeon. Mm -hmm. But there are times where you bring back nothing. Yeah, but you yeah. can actually come back empty-handed. Or you come back with like... You come back with like you know, uh, fifteen hundred gold oh, and, <laughs> and you nothing. Can't you can't buy anything with that gold. Why can't you? Oh, and you have to yeah, lose all the gold when you get yeah, back the to door, the castle. The door, the door tax to get into the castle is this guy who looks like death called Charon, and you have to pay him all of your money to get in. He's like, yeah, the cost to get in is uh, how much you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to get any laughs at your ass on the way in as well. And he's like, ho ho ho. Like fuck you, man. <laughs> and you're gonna hear that a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I like Rubik. See, I I played like I I think I had like upgraded my castle to like level 43 or 44 or something, and then I lost my save because I did a because I've been I've been messing with my computer a lot this past this right. past month, and so I'd done a, a X, well, I'm sorry a seven install, and then I did another one because I wanted to do something a little different, and so I just wiped my you know my all of my uh, no Steam Cloud support on there. There's no Steam Cloud Cloud support, oh. and they save the they save the game in your Local. my documents. And no, so, it's local. and so I had to start over. So that's brutal. Yeah, but I'm still playing it. Just not as just not as hardcore as I was that first weekend. It's definitely like it feels like more player skill progression. Yeah, yeah. Like you're <clears> used to dealing with it. For me, the biggest hurdle is the Xbox controller's left thumbstick sensitivity for that particular game. Like, that's really twitchy, the character. Like, the air control is way higher than Mario. It's the complete, character is, yeah, very touchy complete control. free yeah. air control. And yeah, there's like a room that will make you faster. I never use that. I don't need to be any faster in that yeah. game. Well, I, lo I love that <laughs> idea. I have that. I use that now. <laughs> At first, I'm uh -uh. I tried the guy who's got the upside down disease once. Oh, uh, I dodge yeah. that shit every time afterwards. Mm -mm. I'm not playing like that. Yeah, so every time your your character is born or your your next uh, heir, your lineage, yeah, they have different traits. So they have a, they'll be a, a selection, a random selection of three different character classes, and then they'll all have different traits. Like so they might only see things in sepia, which makes it harder sometimes to see the firewalls. Uh, they might yeah. they might uh, be nearsighted. Or far sighted. And so there's blur on the edges. So yeah. does that stack from generation to generation? No, they're yeah, randomized each time. Sometimes they've got like, be giganticism. Giganticism is great because everything's big, but your hitbox is huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Opponent by the sword is The sword's high. massive. You can chop things. No, it's a great game. Yeah. I wish there were there were different animations for attacks, so, like because there's only one sword. No, I don't want animation different because you get used to that animation and your like skill with it becomes really important if it kept changing. Yeah, I guess one of the things that I love about Symphony of the Night is that it's Alucard awesome. starts using different weapons aside from just his sword, even though the sword feels so good. It does. <laughs> Those fast swords. Just the Damascus sword with the like five strider-shaped yeah. crescents, which go... So what are you guys playing? I've been playing Pixel Junk Visualizer all week. You have not been playing that. You're over there making assets for me. No. <laughs> Andy, Andy doesn't want to walk by my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I got I bought Dark Souls in the in the Steam sale because it was five five pounds, five British pounds. So um, I bet that was PC. a really uh, smooth yeah. install process with no hassle. Actually, the install was fine, but actually starting. To <laughs> 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 I didn't really want to install. After I'd bought it, I was like, oh, did I really want to buy this? Like, I kind of wanted to play it for a while, 
But the thing that always has been putting me off is that it requires games for Windows Live. And I, I've never had a good experience with games for Windows Live, but this time, yeah, it wasn't really much different. I, I had to retrieve my password and I, and I had to update as soon as I tried to log in. And by the time, it took about 30 minutes to just want, after I'd already installed the game, it took me about 30 minutes before I, I could actually start playing it. Because the person it, who made Windows for Life knows he's a bad man. No, it's not. He just doesn't know. It's not, it's not really the program. It's the, the exec who yeah. ordered him to do And also, I know. Please stop. Please stop. Please just you're hurting please us. Stop games for Windows Live. <laughs> I, 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 got, I know what you're trying to do. Just stop. I know everyone just loves stop. Valve, and I don't know that, that you're going to step in and defend them, but I kind of just wish that they would have some rules about other DRM that's intrusive and undermines the Steam service. Yeah. I, it's yeah. a slippery slope. Mm. Yeah, that's what, totally sound like if they, if I'm not, they yeah, it, I'm not if saying... If they do it in a tight... Like, there's zero and one. I, oh, I, I would support that, because I think it's shitty. Windows for Live is really shitty. That's, I bought that Far Cry 3 on Steam, and I was like, awesome, but I have to use Origin. Oh, and you click play, and it boots up the Origin so they're jacking origin. onto Steam's user base to get sales but they're forcing you yeah, to go so through like Origin anyway yeah so it's like when you click play on um, Steam it just opens Origin you, you play they don't want to use you play yeah they're all they're all like things that we all just wish were just Steam and to be fair that's the thing like Steam is no different from them but Steam just works Yeah. that's why I don't care it's just I click the button and it works that's why Aside from when Half-Life 2 came out and probably a couple of other big Valve releases, I've had no problems with Steam whatsoever. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just all the other DRM. Which it's is not, why I try and avoid I know they're trying to do the same, yeah, they're trying to do the same thing, but it's like, sorry, Valve got there first. And it yeah, has like five right. years of polish on you. And then they don't, they're not like, and they actually publisher agnostic, well, they're publisher agnostic, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like, if I want to play an EA game, I gotta go to Origin. If I want to do it, yeah, how many EA games, games yeah. I play? None. <laughs> yeah. I only play Dragon's Age and Mass Effect, so. I got Battlefield. You can get those on Steam. Oh. But like, you I don't would, require I EA games. I got a physical yeah, copy of Dragon's Age. No, like, I would pay $10 extra for a copy that was Steam. Steam. No, you wouldn't. I would. I would, I would for. So, well, everybody would. Awesome big games. Not everybody would, but yeah. I, I would. Yeah. You're, but you're like big money programmer. What else? Money. what else have we been playing? Sagar, what are you playing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sagar, what are you playing? We all got the big monies. <clears throat> so much money. Uh, I played um, Gravity Rush on Vita before coming here. What do you think? Really good. Really, really good. Um, a, I got it as a part of the PS Plus thing. You know when they, uh, what they call the instant game collection? You just get free stuff, basically. Um, and I've been wanting to play that for like a year now, but I finally got my chance with it, and um, it's great. It's like an open world. You get to float in the air. It's really dreamlike. Go on, it's back. Oh, no, 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 you oh, no, no, no I remember the completely unrelated things. So oh, okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I finished it, and it was really good. It reminded me a bit of Shadow of the Colossus. How many hours to finish? Uh, I think it's over, <coughs> over 10. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not too long. It's definitely doable. The director um, was here back in... Gravity Dice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back Gravity in Day. December. Oh, what's his name? name? We had we had dinner with him during TGS. Mm. I, can't remember. I can't remember his did name. He his leg. No, no. Um, Milky did. Okay. Milky, you guys had a dinner with uh, goddamn. Uh, 
Uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot his. Um, the guy with the thing. Shadow of the Classes. Oh, Uda. Uda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I... Yeah, my wife used to work with him. Um, and so, and the Milky knows him also. Yeah, so that's one TGS, guy who really wanted to... me. He's... He's, really, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. I mean, aside from whatever's happening with The Last Guardian, um, which really nobody knows. Yeah, I don't even talk to him about that when I see yeah, him. Yeah, I don't Because I, I know that everyone's just like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, when's that game coming out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. Okay, I'll let you talk about Castle Storm. I was a bit. Actually, I would rather skip over that because there's, like, there's too much other cool stuff. Yeah, like that, the other one is yeah. just so much better. I was just a bit the disappointed one I just by Castle Storm. Was yeah, what's next? Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, shit. What? We haven't oh, even got to the quest next. EverQuest you... next. The landmark. Oh, Wait, John Jesus. Doesn't know. Oh, John people, doesn't know. John doesn't oh, know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your mind read, is going to be blown. I don't read game websites anymore. Just <laughs> insert, <laughs> insert the mind-blowing gif. Do you remember okay. EverQuest? <laughs> Do I remember EverQuest? Yeah. <laughs> what are you it's so, yeah. Okay, okay, John. Yes. All right. World of Warcraft. Yep. With kick-ass graphics, obviously. Yep. Voxel World. Like yep. Minecraft, yep. you can destroy anything. Yep. You can just dig straight down if you want to. Yep. And if you do dig straight down, there's like hell and you know dungeons of down. Of course. So you blow up anything, you know, dig anywhere, do anything. Yep. No level grinding, class like interchangeable or interlocking class system. So like a very flat, wide, horizontal like system. Mm. So you know, multi-classing across. That one's not too new, but the biggest part for me is EverQuest Next Landmark. They're going to open up all of the world editing tools to all the community and let them make zones and worlds and whatever they want. And the best stuff gets folded back into the service. Wow. You can wow. sell stuff? They already have player workshop in place for EverQuest 2, which is you can make like furniture for your houses, swords, armor, mm. you know, rugs, lanterns, but the, the vehicles, whatever. the barrier of entry for creating the Disboxel stuff is much lower. It's very... It's much yeah. like it's like a... Super it doesn't simple Zebra. When you said like Minecraft, it doesn't look like Minecraft. No, no, you it looks smooth all out. It's beautiful. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but this tool for you know editing is anyone with a level design itch they want to scratch. So smart. So can you can do something like if I build a chair, I can put it up for sale on the marketplace. Oh yeah, the royalties. Yeah, and if if you buy it, you as another player buy it and then put it into your tower, and then sell your tower. Like the percentage of your tower that my chair is. I get royalties from it. Oh, and then nice. if someone else takes it, makes a castle, castle, makes a castle like, and it has nine of your towers in it, which has sixteen of your chairs in it. Mm. Like the the way for artists, because they must have looked at TF2 and the way people are making money from TF2, mm. like making a living yeah, off TF2 items. There's just there's lots more. I, I recommend just going onto the net and having a look at it because yeah, fantastic. There's lots of detail and it's a it's a break from. Is it free the MMO player? that yes. I think we're all yes, bought it's off. Free. Uh, and it's free. Yeah. Free is the right price for me to try. I think we're all a bit tired of grinding. Yeah. 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 Grinding. yeah. So. Did, yeah. yeah. No. The, other, the other game I don't <laughs> want to let slip is Cataclysm, The Dark Days Ahead. Yeah. It's a roguelike um, post-apocalypse zombie game. It is It is the best. I, I haven't played a lot of post-apocalyptic zombie survival games. Like I haven't played every single Resident Evil or that, but... It is the best zombie game I've ever played. And it uses the best graphics engine. It's known to It's man. better for it's, me it's than left. It's better than Which is your mind. Your mind. Yeah. It so it's, yeah, it's an ASCII roguelike, but it's one of the smoothest ASCII roguelikes I've ever played. Oh, it's yeah. ASCII? Yeah. 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 I mean, it looks, it looks like Dwarf Fortress. Okay. But imagine like Dwarf Fortress levels of complexity, but, you know, focused and honed down onto one topic, which is post-apocalyptic zombies. It's, it's much easier, yeah, to... to 
work with than Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf Fortress controls and stuff are very confusing. This is fairly straightforward. When, what's this called for people out there? For Cataclysm, me? the Dark Days Ahead. Cataclysm. Don't get the original Cataclysm, you've got to get Dark Days Ahead. Which is like the, the current version or whatever. Yeah. You've heard it. And it's free. It's, oh god, I haven't and played... it's free too? I haven't it's played free. a game yet, like two, two games that were even remotely similar. Like one game, I would come out of a bunker, I found a heap of like dead people with hoodies, baseball bats, and a heap of cocaine on them. So I robbed them, took the bat, went into town, got to a gasoline station, tried to fight some zombies, stole a car, drove through town, crashed the car into a tree, crawled out of the car while zombies were chasing me, got into a forest and eaten by a bear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what'd you do with the coke? Well, I I just took it just in case. And it just I have not had a, a similar game. And then another game, like, I, I died cleaning, a, trying to break into a house. I broke the window, tried to climb through the window. It was broken glass. So I tried to clean the broken glass off the windowsill, which alerted some zombies. An acid zombie spat on me. So I crawled through the window and then died coughing in a pool of blood in some house. And that was it. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough game, but it's, it's pretty good. It's fantastic. The level of detail is just... Just ridiculous! It's completely ridiculous. It's yeah, a dwarf yeah, yeah, yeah. fortress complexity, and it it has a it has a concept of like volume for items. So you don't just have a weight limit. You're, you're really limited. Like at the start, you just have jeans, so you can carry like you know whatever would fit in your pockets. Really, it's uh, like a so you don't just grab all yeah. the stuff you, you come across. I hope I hope that hoodie you got has some pockets in it. No, you, the, one of the best <laughs> items you get one of the best items you get is cargo pants or military pants because they have lots of pockets in them to push it in. Because even if you can carry the weight limit, if it's just an odd shape and you just can't hold it, they're not going to let you just carry whatever you want. Uh, so finding a backpack or some pants with pockets oh in God, it, a or a, a trench coat or something. Like, I mean, think about the amount of food that you can carry, you know? It's you really can't like, just carry yeah, it. I mean, much. you get a plastic bottle of water and an apple, and it's like, that's it. Yep. Cool. Yeah, you know, that's uh, your hands full. It's you like, put apple in your pocket. What about that, that knife and the crowbar that you wanted to take with you? You know, You're probably carrying like a... You need a bag of holding God, yeah, that game. It's just the detail. Having the like, it was too bright, and the uh, the sun gets in your eyes, and you can't see too far ahead on the map. Yeah. So you can go and rob sunglasses off some dead guy, or kill a zombie that has sunglasses, then steal them off him. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, sometimes you kill zombies and fight the weirdest shit on them, like just just twenty packets of marijuana on a zombie. Which you can like, smoke, I think, right? Well, yes. I, I oh, had a yes, character. Yes. So I was like, I, I died a couple of times. I was like, man, I just need to like take a super super tough guy who can do Muay And I, I just like cranked his strength up to max, put a bunch of points into Muay and just like ran straight for town. <laughs> so like, we've got no a bunch of zombies on. chasing me. I ran into a, just jumped through a window, you know, get cut up on the way through. Like funnel into a doorway so I can fight them one at a time. And I just like, just beat the crap out of all these zombies coming through. Know, pl- go through the pile of corpses and find some weed in the next room and I, I smoke some of it and I, I took a, a flaw for that character that he was lightheaded and couldn't handle like alcohol and weed so I could get more points for fighting yeah. um, and so he kind of like passed out and then the zombies killed him <laughs> <laughs> his short but memorable life <laughs> whoever comes upon this guy they'll see like you know him barricaded in a room with like piles, yeah, piles of zombies. No, first of all, it's not him. It's like Sagat from Street Fighter. In a room <laughs> with the headband and everything and a heap of weed. And like just zombies everywhere. Yeah. No, the, 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 I found a crossbow trap in a forest. And the crossbow trap 
had like a heap of cocaine, marijuana, <coughs> like you know, Xenomax, all these drugs in the trap. And I think it was meant to be bait or something. And so I carefully disarmed the crossbow trap to retrieve the crossbow because I needed it. And then I'm trying to hunt squirrels for food. And it says, oh, you need to reload. You don't have any bolts in. Oh, okay, so try and reload. You don't have any bolts. I went, what? And I went back and checked the trap. There's no bolts in the crossbow trap. So the only thing I can think of is a heap of, like, weed heads go, okay, man, we're going to make this crossbow trap. <laughs> okay, put the weed in, put the weed in. Dude, did you bring the bolts? No, man, I don't have it. Shit. Look, just drop the stuff and just run. It'll be fine. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a mountain of drugs in an unloaded crossbow trap. This is all just like... It's not a drug game. No, it's not. It's not. It's sounds, not. It's sounds just like it. I mean, you find, you find a lot of scientists, dead scientists with like USB sticks and RAM yeah. and computer memory and you find military like bunkers and stuff and there's something going on there's an air of mystery about like a greater story but you usually don't survive long enough to it seems like some kind of military or government involvement and then there's mutations Sometimes. as well it floats on like a GURPS style system if anyone's familiar with the GURPS system for taking advantages and disadvantages for point allocation at character creation mm-hmm. it's very similar to that you're, you're by no means a superhero no you're a you're regular like dude weak ass you dude. might have a point in mechanic and a point in Oh, standing on landmines. Like, some games I've come out of the bunker at the start and just walked 20 feet and stood on a landmine and it blew my leg off. And so I've kind of crawled back to the house and just died in my sleep in the bunker. And that was it. That was 10 minutes. I was like, shit, that was You crawled back to the house. I thought I could could salvage it. it. (laughs) I mean, when you start bleeding like that, it's like... You're just trailing blood. See if I can take out a zombie with my teeth. Like, a wild dog might catch on to the blood or something. And, and like... To think that all those things we just described are like in the game as well, and just the levels of detail, and you put it together in your head because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all ASCII. That, it's that's all just yeah, that's just scratching the surface of it. God, it's, it's worth checking out. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get used to ASCII. It's not your thing, but it's true. Consider mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's the it's amount of detail like, is it is excellent. Well, ASCII, you know, that's just like a text adventure. It's basically. like reading a book. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's yeah. all. It all just runs in your head. Cataclysm, Dark Days Ahead. Anyone okay. likes ASCII roguelikes? Yeah. You guys have been going on about that all the time. Because like, it's so, so memorable. So, so I think I'm it's so memorable. It like, I, I'm so personalised with every one of those adventures. Because like, they're just so different. Every yeah, time. I think I've got about 20-something hours into that. So For a free ASCII roguelike, it's amazing. How do you guys have fun time to play, play these mini games? Playing them at lunchtime. Oh, that's like two weeks. That's been pretty We've much been playing like playing. 45 uh, minutes every lunch. Have one adventure, see how far I get. Uh, I play pretty much Sunday. Eaten by bed. <laughs> Dead. Wow. Is there anything else going on before we close out? Uh, that's all the games I've been playing. Games. I played two hours of Lost. No, Dark Souls. Uh, you know, after I got past the games. Oh, yeah, we, so kind of we didn't like even get to the last over yeah. there. Yeah. We were just like ragging on Windows for life. Yeah. Windows for life. For life! Please stop Windows for life. Yeah, but I think everyone's. It's kind of an old game now, but I was having fun. Yeah. I really like the, the combat mechanics; it just feels good. But I'm, I'm this not is very, the prepare to die edition. Yeah, on the PC. Yeah, yeah. So far, it's not that hard. But then, um, then I then I met a black knight, and then it became suddenly hard. <laughs> but that's just a knowledge barrier, right? Like, well, yeah, learn, you just got. I'm not very good him. at timing in in combat games. I'm not very good at parrying and that that kind of thing. I I, I, think I didn't I know, like Street I, Fighter Three because you have to be able to parry, and it requires quite 
I mean, Dark Souls isn't that level, I don't think. Mm. I haven't played it enough to really know, but in, in Street Fighter 3, in order to parry, you have to be like. I, I know the first Dead Dark Dead Knight. Is it the one that you, you kind of he's go got his, little, He's go got his tower. back to you. No, no. He's got his back to me. And I'm just thinking, oh, I could sneak up behind him. And I sneak up behind him. And I just kept fucking it up. Like, because I, I, I was so nervous. <laughs> I would, like, start the attack too early. And I'd just, like, wave my sword around <laughs> him. And then he'd turn around and, like, just, just stab me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing, bro? There's some encounters in that game, man, that just, <coughs> like, so many, so many things will kill you very quickly. And if you're running around with a bunch of, you know, currency, a bunch of souls, you get really iffy. And you're like, I don't know about you. I found, like, monsters. I'm like, oh, man, I'm, this guy's going to give me a bunch of souls if I kill him. If I can kill him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, maybe I'll come back here after oh. I've died some other place. And yeah. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything to lose. And sometimes I want to go back to the bonfire when I've, I've killed a bunch of stuff. I want to keep all my souls. But then I just think, oh, if I go back to the bonfire, then I'll, I'm going to have to kill all those guys again. Mm-hmm. Oh. I guess, I think we should have a conversation about game difficulty. Uh, not today, but in a future podcast. Mm. Um, you weren't too impressed with Bioshock Infinite's difficulty. Yeah, I played that on hard, and I, I felt like it ruined a lot of parts of the game. Like, melee was not really viable anymore. Yeah, yeah. you said that in the other Your smaller yeah. enemies, yeah. yeah. I've got a feeling I did play it on hard. I'm not 100% sure, but... Most games just do difficulty with maths, right? Like, they just make the numbers bigger. But that can throw off game balance, usually. Mm. Mm. I didn't have that many problems, so maybe I just played it on normal. That's a discussion. I just had a problem with the, yeah. the boss in the graveyard. That was like, that was torture. I restarted that like 20 times. That was still a great game. I eventually had to go back to a previous save, changed my augmentations, and then it was super easy. I did it in like five seconds. Cool beans. (laughs) 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 Well, gentlemen. Wait, wait, I have a a quick question. I watched a video called Killer Bean last night. It's like really old CG... Wow, I did not expect an anime that old to come up on... Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I never saw it, I just missed it. The one with the car that can drive sideways. Are you talking about Riding Bean? No, it's Oh, no, Killer Bean. Killer Bean, it's like Coffee Bean. Yeah, that's the guy that ended up doing the Matrix special effects, isn't it? What? Really? Yeah, it's got the bullet time in it, right? Well, it's got kind of bullet time. Yeah, I think that guy went on to do the Matrix stuff. Wow. I think... Like, don't quote me on it, but it has bullet time long before the Matrix, right? Not a bean connoisseur. Mm, no. Uh, anyway, no. I'm impressed John pulled Riding Bean out there as well, just from a car that drives sideways. Riding Bean, guns with cats, man. Yep. Sorry. I'm old school. Old school. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll catch us again in a couple of weeks with uh, hopefully Dylan and Duncan and Jamin will come back. Maybe Milky will come back too. Uh, we'll be talking about packs and talking about all the crazy mind exploding stuff that Milky's going to do for the for the booth. Believe me, it's it's wild. Well, that's gonna be post packs. No, this will be before packs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and just to remind you, uh, we will be like he said next to Seventeen Bit at packs. We'll also be right across from Nintendo. Yeah. So heavy traffic area. <clears throat> we'll be throwing stuff at y'all, throwing soup at people. Cool. <laughs> Get some oh, cup ramen apparently. Nah, we can maybe. I don't know. Mm. Get us on Twitter if you've got any questions as well. 
you can find all of us on Twitter um, at Pixel Junk News uh, and on Facebook, Pixel Junk Games, or just search for any of our game names and you will find us. Um, yeah, ask us about any of the games you talked about or, I don't know, anything. Say hi. What I have for lunch. Say hi to Yamamura. Yeah. Yamamura. All right, uh, thanks. Uh, we'll see you later. A musical surprise.